Hello, 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 hello. Ash, you're looking mighty fine and mighty pregnant today, you thank, sweetie thank love. Thank you. I am in the first week of my third trimester and I couldn't hate it more. Um, but it's great. You and should it, be grateful. <laughs> no, my favorite one is... This was me practicing what not to say, by the way. My favorite comment I get is, um, well, you only have 10 more weeks and to that I say, you tell me an illness that you would be happy having for 10 more weeks. It's not an illness. <laughs> Feels like an illness. Yesterday I was walking... I validate that. I was walking it's around the house. It's possible I would feel the same way if I were pregnant. And I have this... I will never know. I have this like darling grandma who has broken her back more times than I know. And she... Your grandma. Yeah. And she can't like... She has a really hard time walking straight. And I just paused for a moment as i was walking and i was walking just like her you were you looked exactly I, like your grandma I, when you were <laughs> you went from the table to the freezer <laughs> and it was like wow i stayed in i see what actually will be like in 60 years i stayed at a 90 degree angle it's you terrible stayed there. you didn't you didn't lift your torso up i never you will stayed horizontal per you stayed parallel to the earth my body as you hobbled over like yes like a creature to the freezer to grab something and back to your seat. I have a news article about a creature whose body is apparently made to procreate for many years. My body is not that body. And it is telling me in hundreds of large and small and just the cutest ways that I should never do this again. If I want to have happiness or a functioning body. Okay. I just feel like there are some things... You get to a point where they just don't go back in. <laughs> like what? So I don't know. I don't want to talk about your guts. I don't know. Doubt. I don't know. Ashley told me she saw a picture of a C-section. You're never supposed to look. I'm the only one supposed to see that. You're supposed to say, stay behind the tarp. So let me explain some things. My first baby that I had was George. He was an emergency C-section. And, unexpected and c-section unbeknownst to me because i was passed out on the table dallin with all of the love in his heart took many pictures and i never looked at them the only people who have seen these pictures are dallin dallin's mom and dallin's grandma i didn't and they visited I did, when we did i was not communicate around what would you would be comfortable with other people seeing i thought it's just all part of the beautiful process of birth but I wake up in the hospital room and Dallin's family is gathered around a laptop looking inside of my oh, naked look, body. It's Ashley's spleen. Oh, look, there's there. her bum. Oh, yeah. No, Just, I didn't show your bum. Well, there's a lot there. Only your vagina. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> Thank no, you. see, that was all covered. It was just your stomach and your guts. Mm -hmm. There's just a feeling. Lots of your I don't enjoy the feeling of knowing that my in-laws have seen more of my body than I have. I never looked at those pictures. I wasn't ready to look at them. I wasn't ready for other people to see them. They did. Dallin was reprimanded heavily. And I, wasn't, I, I wouldn't say it was heavily. It, it was just, you told me very nicely, maybe don't show pictures of my guts to anybody <laughs> hey, else. Hey, Dal, maybe I hate when you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was on Facebook the other day. I mean, I'm a part of like 3,000 mommy groups, like babies, bellies, and more. And oh, I just have joined them over the years as I've been pregnant because you just like to read about pregnant things when you're pregnant. And one lady w was like, 
um, her post was like, I want to see all your beautiful C-section pictures, mamas. I love mine so much. And I thought... See, that's where I was. And well, I thought you might be there too. I th- thought to myself, maybe I am over... That's where I was about your body. <laughs> maybe I am overestimating what these pictures are. Like maybe they're not as like gory and... Gory is the wrong word. Just... I don't know. Like, There's you know, a reason Ashley wasn't a nurse. Most people don't take pictures of themselves in surgery. Okay? Like, because well, I'm you're sure somebody up, else took the photo. a bit disturbing to see your body cut open. Or to see a, a cut open body. It would right. be rated R if it were a movie. Anyways, I thought to myself, oh, maybe they're not that bad. Maybe it's just like a small incision. Like, no, no big deal. Wrong. I looked at them for the first time. I didn't look at mine. I looked at other people's and a basketball could fit inside of the hole that they cut. They like pull the incision so far. Well, there was a, like, basketball, a, ba- a basketball sized baby. It's the size of a basketball. I always kind of imagined like putting your hands in the open incision and then pulling a baby out. But I never imagined. It is kind of like that. Like, no, I saw there's skin stretches. This is what I ways. saw. A large hole. We should have given a graphic warning before we started talking the about size this. Of I'm a, sorry. I hope none of you are eating food. A large hole. The size of a basketball. Plastic. Somehow going inside of the body and coming out around the edges of the hole. F- tongs or what yeah. do they call them? Yeah. C- Ciphers. Forceps. <laughs> pulling in all directions. And then like ice, there's hands, right? There's hands all over and you can see the size of the hand and you can see the size of the hole and the hole is bigger than the hands. The doctor pulls the baby out by its neck. Uh, yeah. No, I don't care about that. I mean like that's fine. Whatever, you know. Anyways. <laughs> Just the hole, man. And well, we have breaking news. Wait. I, I'm moving on. In conclusion, I will never have another baby. Right. And I'm glad I never looked because if I had looked at those pictures before, I would have never had any more babies. Yeah. Well, we probably would have had James because she was an accident. I'm going to get snip snapped. Dallin's getting a vasectomy. Snip snap, snip snap. And we're all so excited. And I don't want this to sound mean at all. I'm getting a pre-vasectomy birthday present. What's? Oh, no, I don't want this to sound. That's coming next in the podcast. Right, that's coming next. I am just really excited to be the one not undergoing the medical procedure. Mine will be just as serious, if not more serious than yours. <laughs> I almost At least I'm going to treat it as such. There's an evil part of my brain that sometimes whispers to me, man, I hope it hurts him a lot. <laughs> man, I, but then the other and the nice part of my brain, I've talked to my friend whose husband just got a vasectomy and he like rode his bike home. That's so, not advised. It's not advised. I mean, there's a happy medium between toughing maybe, it out. <laughs> maybe it was the next day. Following it was the next orders. day. Okay, but she was like, she was actually angry because she, she was kind of hoping for like a, a like full circle moment where for he, him to gain a little bit of empathy just where like for he what goes through, through something hard yeah. for the family, right? And so she goes with him. She's holding hey, his husbands hand. go through plenty of hard things. The for The nurse families. comes out and she's while he's undergoing his quote unquote procedure, and she's like, "Would you like a hand massage while this is happening?" A hand massage. And he got a hand massage, and they had like little hors d'oeuvres for him to snack on. Whoa! While they I want to get mine it. done at that place. Um, Where did he do it? It was in Seattle, but it, he's supposed to be the best one. So maybe we should. We probably should. Um, I need any excuse to go to Seattle and I'll go. <laughs> yeah. He 
like they had a show on for him. They had chilled water and beverages for him. My friend was just like, I was so angry. They don't do this for me. Like (laughs) they don't do this for anyone in an OB office. (laughs) Our Christian health share might not pay for this. How much do vasectomies cost? I don't know if our Christian health share will pay for any form of, um, I want to say neutering, but I know that's the wrong term. How much do vasectomies cost? I know a lot of Christian health Between healthcare's... zero and a thousand dollars. That's it? We Between can... three hundred and three thousand dollars. See fifteen hundred dollars. You'll be fine. We'll be fine. Thirty four hundred dollars. Goodness. I don't know if it's a lot of things that aren't covered by insurance are actually cheaper because they can't oh overcharge insurance anyways he was fine he did great and he's just a new man who doesn't make babies best vasectomy doctors in the world dallin's lost let's see here ask no scalpel vasectomy here we go no you're you're you want me to have a a scalpel you're going to want to get the vasectomy where so there's a laser option that is easier to correct. I have researched this thoroughly. But the laser option also grows together quicker or like more frequently. So you get you the potential of pregnancy is greater. My friend's husband got the one where they go in there and they cut it and then they like cauterize the ends of the uh, two. I don't like and the then, sounds of this. No, this is what you're getting. And I'd rather then, talk about seven sh- different sh- layers getting cut open inside your stomach. And then they pull, like they, instead of just leaving them where they're facing each other, the ends, they twist them backwards so that for them to grow together, they would have to literally... It would be like, a literal act of God. It would be a literal act of God. Okay. Speaking of God, Dallin and I took our family to church for like the first time in forever yesterday. There's been COVID going on. And this is like the first time our ch- our old church that we went to. has Everybody's ever... gotten back together. Yeah. The whole um, board. We all had masks on. Yeah. And like besides COVID, like you guys know, Dallin and I have been going through some things. But I was I just wanted to go back and see. And like, let me preface this with, I have literally prayed with George every night of his life in his bed. He has a picture of Jesus above his bed. Like we have talked about God and Jesus with him. We get to church and they're saying a prayer and everyone is silent because it's a prayer. And they say the words, Jesus Christ. And George hears them. Everybody in the chapel is silent during this. It's the sacrament prayer. Right. He hears them and he goes, Jesus Christ. Who's Jesus Christ? Who is that man? I'm sure is just thinking to themselves, and I'm happy that they potentially are able to think this, like, oh, we did better with our kids during COVID than those people. Oh my gosh. So wait, did you have a news article? I had many. Should I, do you want me to get into the thing that we did? Oh, the thing thing. Oh, well, first of all, selling the the world is coming to an end because the Chick-fil-A by our house apparently does not sell bacon not bacon, chicken, egg, and cheese bagels anymore. And I want to know, is this happening near you? Is this a worldwide thing? Is it just a regional thing? Ashley is going to riot in the streets. The literal best thing that Chick-fil-A makes is the chicken, egg, and cheese bagel. And Dallin went to get me a chicken, egg, I and beg cheese to differ. bagel. I think the Coke Zero from Chick-fil-A and the honey roasted barbecue sauce are the best things. First, they take away my playground. 
what am what is Dallin supposed to do when I tell him to take the kids away at six o'clock at night and bring them back for bedtime? What is he supposed to do? And then they take my chicken egg and cheese bagel, which again is Look, you're already closed on Sunday, Chick-fil-A. Now you take away Ashley's favorite meal and your dining room still isn't open. It's the best thing they make. And he went to get me one. I've said this eight times. And they said, what did they say to you? What were their He's words? Like, we actually don't make that anymore. Uh, I can put it on a, uh, a muffin for you. An English muffin or a bag or a biscuit. This is where Dallin is different than me. I would have stopped and been like, tell me everything you know. I was like, oh, sure. Muffin. <laughs> like, Who has told you what? Where is this coming from? From your manager? From corporate? Ashley would be strangling this guy. Is this a worldwide edict that you no longer carry bagels? Yeah. Anyways, on to the next. Guys, we have to to tell you something. You know. And I know that this is going to come as a surprise to you. Or not. It came as a surprise to us. And I want to say the things that we did in the trailer and the times that we had and the stories that we told... And the videos that we made, they were real and full of joy and great. And we were just in it 100%. And then we looked at ourselves and we're like, do we really like this more than a hotel? Well, we went to Moab and it was... We went to Moab. We got there late. We didn't fit into our campsite. It was 11 at night. Had to call them, reschedule, had to squeeze into a new spot. It was a yucky campground. It it just, and we just looked at each other and we were like, look, baby's going to be born in a few months. We will never get as much money for this trailer after COVID as we would get right now when this particular model is in such high demand. And maybe in a few years we'll come back to RV land. But for right now, I don't think we're going to use this for at least the next year very much to justify spending a hundred bucks a month to store it and, and the monthly payments on it and all that stuff. So we shopped around and looked for like what we could sell it for. Dallin was torn and I was, we, it was a big decision, but we, for you more than, yeah, we sold it just for what, under what we bought it for, which is nuts. The guy was like, you guys are so freaking lucky. Any other year, you would have gotten like 20000 less for this thing. But we are able, <laughs> you're able to get like top dollar for this thing right now. So we consider ourselves fortunate and feel like it we was a fun a, year. We weren't going to. It was a sunk, a sunk cost. We did lose some money, but it was a really fun seven months and the adventures we had. And we sold it and we are no longer RV owners and it kind of makes me sad but also i feel like we made the best decision because it would just be sitting there depreciating at a rapid pace while during newborn life dallin definitely bonded to the trailer more than me. i did i did and i was surprised at the amount of bonding that occurred my stance was kind of always like hey if you ever want to get rid of this i would say yes but if you want to keep it i would say yes too um and i would say if you ever marry Dallin, if I ever get divorced from Dallin and you end up marrying him, the way to help him through these big decisions is to say, you know, the money that we get back when we sell this, we could do a lot of other things with that. And <laughs> and so money, basically. And if and, I ever marry you instead of Ashley, just. Just know that I spend money on some things every once in a while. I guess like this was kind of like a toy. Like this was all part of the like, it was like a toy. And I was like, you don't, we don't have to like trade this in for nothing. Like if there's something else you want, 
you, more and I was than like, a trailer. Yep, a Ford Raptor. <laughs> well, and now that I don't need a one-ton truck to pull around a giant toy hauler anymore. His, his mind goes at like 7,000. About a mile an hour. <laughs> about a mile an hour. <laughs> that fast, huh? And he had a new plan in like 10 seconds. And then he mm. sold it the next day because my my me and the trailer has always been a distant relationship. Like, I don't want to deal. I know trailers are a lot of work. And I, and I just, I'm, it's like, I will enjoy it, but I'm not in charge of it. It was your thing. It was. And I loved it. Every part of it, even draining the poop. You did all the things. I did. The, I, I did, did not everything. have to take over any so good. I took such good care of it. You did. And I drove and I felt like a man every time. And you were. Yep. And you just. But it was so nuts. As the at, Before I even left the lot, there was a family looking at it saying they wanted to buy it. Like And they did. That. So toy haulers are in such high... They're selling toy haulers right now without generators because generators are so backed up that people are buying toy haulers without generators in them. And you shouldn't And so they were like a seven-month-old toy hauler like with a generator and just used a few times. They were all over it. <laughs> used a few times. It's already broken eight times. <laughs> just had the slide edge popped off twice. Maybe That's it, normal, though. I didn't tell him about it because I fixed it perfectly. It's to all where it on was. its record, though. Like the fridge being broken, like it's on its trailer facts or some. I don't know. Is Everything there, is has there been... a car facts for RVs? I highly doubt it. Well, we got most of it fixed in the dealership, so I don't know if there's like some sort of. Everything was fixed. No. We didn't cheat anyone out of anything. The trailers just break every four days. They're if it made it defective in some way, I would have told them. But I, I just screwed it back in. It's fine. That's what you do with trailers. You just walk right. around with tape and screws and you just... That's just part of trailer life. They were trading in their old toy hauler for this one, so they are probably well aware of it anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so that happened. We that just, happened. That Moab trip the whole time, and maybe it was because I was pregnant, I just found myself wishing I was at the Hyatt <laughs> next door <laughs> and just wondering why I wasn't. It was the water pressure for you. I didn't shower. It's great. You can shower and it's great to shower in a trailer and it's better than not showering. But a hotel shower is a different experience. And somebody else does your plumbing. And someone else. And you flush the toilet. And makes your breakfast. And, and you, somebody else cleans your you room. You flush the toilet and you don't have to say, see you in a couple days. <laughs> That's one of those things. One of those things. One of those things. But also you have to sleep in somebody else's bed that they just pooped I all over and their kids peed in and stuff. Unless you're coming in after us, that's probably the case. But I think yeah. most people. I'm just gonna bring my own pillow. The Hyatt put up changes with somebody their else's sheets. Mattress. Yeah, we're we're Hyatt sleeper adders. We have the credit card. because we have the credit card and we get points towards free nights and stuff. And they let dogs stay at the Hyatt place, and they're yeah. so nice. We like Hyatts. Okay, I have some news articles for you. We haven't I, done news articles in a while. This know, is a big little some. life thing that we're bringing well, over to taking sites. We, I mentioned the podcast on our Instagram and I got a lot of messages about people missing big little life. Yeah. And, and the purpose of combining them was to combine them, but maybe we've kind of stopped doing the big little life things people love. So I wanted to come back hard with some big little life isms. Okay. So that's our life right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had a joke. George does jokes all the time and I write them down. Let me transition to news articles with a Georgie joke. Do you want the one about you or the one about me? The one about me. Why did dad not read a book right? Why? Because he thought it was a show book. <laughs> like a TV show. Why did mom jokes. Why did mom be a crazy donkey driver too? Why? Because she crashed into Luke's house. 
<laughs> oh, I call George a crazy drunk driver. You did? <laughs> but just sometimes for fun when oh. he's driving his little Jeep. He calls <laughs> he me called a donkey a, a driver. Donkey driver. Yeah. That's cute. Okay. This I referenced this. T- wait, when- wait, wait. Let's go to commercial break real quick. Thank you to our sponsors. We'll come right back for some news and some really good emails from you guys. We are supported by America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. You guys know that we love HelloFresh so much. We're making them all the time in the vlogs and we talk about it in the podcast. Here's the three main reasons why we love HelloFresh. They are delicious. You break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. It helps you save time and stress effortlessly. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes usually, even 20 minutes with their quick prep recipe options. And lastly, HelloFresh is flexible and it fits your lifestyle. You can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order anytime, throw on yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences anytime online. One of our favorite meals we just got from HelloFresh was the Parmesan crusted chicken. Oh man, it was so good. We love them. We have a special discount for the Dashley fam. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TakingSides12 and use code TakingSides12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash TakingSides12 and use code TakingSides12 for 12 free meals. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, Dashley fam, it's Dallin, and I have something that I'm really excited to start talking about. I have struggled with anxiety off and on for the past few years, and I have also not been getting the deep sleep at night that I would like to. I've been looking for solutions, and I recently turned to CBD oil to see if it could help, and I have been amazed. Finding good quality, tested CBD is really important, and that is why I trust Andourage. Andourage is a company founded by clinicians to formulate safe and natural CBD-rich products for general and targeted relief. Andourage is safe and effective. They want you to recover and not just replace your current suffering with different suffering from side effects of pharmaceutical prescriptions. I have tried Andourage and other brands and Andourage is right. Clinician grade is better. My sleep is better. My anxiety is better. Even baths are better. I would recommend the baths. Life is better. To learn more and experience Andourage's clinician grade CBD rich care, go to Andourage.com. They have oils, they have baths, they have creams to rub on your joints. Put it to the test like I did. See if it helps you sleep better at night, manage your stress and anxiety, and provide relief with chronic pain. Use coupon code the Dashleys to receive free shipping. You can also click the link in our show notes. Look into it, give Andourage CBD products a try. There's a good chance that you'll be amazed just as I was. All right, I referenced this when I was talking about my pregnancy and how I'm done being pregnant after procreating three times. Uh-huh. There is the oldest bird in the world is 70 years old and it's an like currently still alive yeah and i don't know how they human tra- years or bird years human years and i don't know how they track that quite honestly um but they do <laughs> there's either like a 10 year old scientist who's been following this bird and he's 80 years old right now or you know they've passed it on from scientist right. to scientist so it's a 70 year old bird named wisdom and she's an albatross and she just had a chick this year at age 70 so she, not only she's the oldest wild bird known but she is the oldest wild bird known to ever make a chick and she's made between she's like created at least 36 chicks in her lifetime check her out i know anyways it's just really cool she lives on an island somewhere where albatrosses live. I'm paraphrasing an article for you guys. She's gone through multiple mates. Albatrosses usually only have one, but she's outlived so many. She's a player. Look how... Oh, she keeps outliving her her. husbands. 
<laughs> she looks young and spry. She's still she's still t- kicking. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know how she's doing it at age 70. And this is her 36th time. So that's an albatross story for you. I have another story that I thought would be interesting. What do you think? What would you think if I told you that the food you ate could influence your wisdom? Tell me more. <laughs> Scientists have found multiple studies. That is it lentils? Because I love lentils. Okay. Can we make lentils today for dinner? No, because you have to eat all that soup I made last time. Fair enough. I make a lot of... Oh, except I froze most of it, so it won't be hard for you to do that. Okay. Dallin's job is to eat the food I make, and I make it in large quantities, so he's going to be eating white beans. New Year's resolution, learn to cook for one. (laughs) He's going to be eating white bean soup for like seven days. Okay, there's an evolving science of wisdom... That rests on the idea that wisdom's defined traits... Are we still referring to the albatross? Wisdom? No, actually, we're not. But that is a connection I did not... No, it's just actual wisdom. Okay, keep going. So, the traits of wisdom correspond to distinct regions of the brain and that greater wisdom translates into greater happiness and life satisfaction, while being less wise results in opposite negative consequences. So people who are wise are happier. But how do you become wise, you may ask? Well, there's a new study out that says the probiotics in your gut somehow influence your wisdom levels. So the things you eat potentially make you happier and wiser or make you wiser, which makes you happier. What does it say to eat? Do you want to know? I actually linked an article of things that may give you the best gut health. Okay. Okay. People who have bad gut health are shown. Are dumber? Well, they're shown to have their like, like corresponds. And this is all very new. So there's not like, it's not like for sure, but there's a couple studies out that are, that are showing that people who are depressed and lonely have really poor gut health. Well, no, I learned that serotonin doesn't, isn't like created in your brain. It's like created throughout your whole body and sent to your brain, Mm -hmm. like your gut serotonin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It keeps your brain healthy. Like this, this article on food says what you eat directly influences the makeup of bacteria in your gut known as the microbiome, which in turn impacts your health. A healthy gut helps keep chronic diseases at bay, like heart disease and cancer, reduces inflammation, and keeps your brain healthy. And you, it's your brain that is primarily responsible for how you feel, right? right. Um, so let me tell you the best probiotic foods. You ready? Yogurt. Yogurt is one of them. Yeah, like... F- Kombucha. Sauerkraut. Gross. Go on. Luna's snoring in the background. Kimchi. I don't know if you can Not going to eat that. Nope. Kefir. I bought something over Christmas to make kefir at home. You like wrap a hot pad around milk. Haven't done it What's the difference between kefir and yogurt? It's drinkable yogurt. So it has more, you put kefir grains into your milk um, and they ferment the sugars in the milk, giving it a slightly thicker consistency. I don't know how you make kefir grains. When you make milk. Blend it with kale and it's all you need. When I've made yogurt before, I just get a yogurt start, like some, some just a, you just need like a spoonful of yogurt or a fourth cup and you dump it into milk and then you just kind of keep it warm. And eventually the bacteria that you, was in the original yogurt just turns all of the milk to yogurt. Kombucha, you drink that. 
okay. And I feel way smarter when I drink it. Miso, I don't eat that. Tempeh, I don't eat that. Yogurt, I do eat that. Um, and then there's fruits and vegetables are supposed to be really good for you. Also, Jerusalem artichokes. Onions, raspberries, beans, legumes, asparagus, natural foods. Guess what's bad for you, though? What? <laughs> I say this as I'm literally drinking it. Artificial sweeteners, they are bad for your gut. Hmm. It says that they... Um, pass through the body without being digested, yet they come into contact with the microflora, negatively changing the composition. Well. Red meat, you do that. Processed and refined foods, alcohol, bottom line, eat healthy foods, and be happier. All right. Thanks for that segment, Ash. I liked it. I think it can. it's a good thing to know. Good thing to remember. Again, still drinking my crystal light though all right we have an email from our friend named kelly she says don't do it well let's see what kelly's telling us to not do to not a lot of these emails people are like i heard you like picking things that had clickbait titles so they're yeah. all clickbait titles <laughs> you guys are getting good at your titles kelly says hi i love your family vlogs and recently started listening to your podcast i'm learning so much and enjoy spending virtual time with you guys i also live in utah and have two kids the exact same age as yours my husband and I have similar issues as you two, and your advice is helpful to me. We move around a lot or talk about moving around a lot for starters. Cool. I just listened to the podcast where you said the Pacific Northwest might be a good landing spot for you. As much as Ashley waxes poetic over living somewhere warm, I feel like it's my duty to warn you. We lived in Seattle for eight months during the rainiest year on record. Don't do it. The beauty lured us there too. The freezing cold rain and never-ending darkness made me literally praying that the clouds would part just so I could see the sun for five seconds. My mental health was never worse than when we lived in that climate, although the hikes were gorgeous. Ironically, living in Seattle made me appreciate that Utah, while cold and not perfect culturally, was better than Seattle weather-wise. At least the sun shines even when it's cold here. In Seattle, the clouds never gave way to sunshine, and the wet cold was colder than Utah. Please visit, but don't move there. I can tell that being in the sun is so important to you, and Seattle is just not the place. This is coming from a place of brutal experience and love. Dallin was listening to a That's podcast. That's my main fear about moving to the Pacific Northwest for you, because you love the sunshine so much. I do. I was listening to... I was going to say this too. Macklemore's Macklemore did an Armchair Experts episode with Dak Shepard, and Macklemore talked about living in Seattle, and he shared the same sentiments. He's like... You got October, which you look forward to Halloween, and then you got Thanksgiving and Christmas, which is what we look forward to here, too, in the winter. And he's like, but then you just say to yourself, oh, my gosh, I have five more months of rain every day and clouds and no sun. <laughs> and then he's like, and then Dak Shepard was like, you know what? Maybe that's why Seattle has the best coffee, because everybody's just so depressed and tired because they never see sunlight well, during Dak the winter. Well, Dak said he was there for a shoot. Yeah, once. he went there for a while from L.A., and he's like, the first few days I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful up here. It's gorgeous. And he's like, by the third day, I was exhausted. I was tired. I just wanted to see the sun. <laughs> and then Macklemore's like, yeah, well, you know, maybe that's why it's so great for artists up here, because you just stay indoors, because you don't want to go outside in the moody cold, wet. Broody. Everybody's sad, and sadness creates great art. <laughs> So he's like, maybe that helped me stay inside instead of go outside and, and make myself work more. Yeah, I've become super nesty when we were in Moab too. We went to Moab like a week and a half ago. I just felt myself not wanting to leave my house at all, which is usually not how I feel. That's so, never how I feel. Like we had this big trip planned to Seattle and we're just kind of not doing anything, I think. We're going to go to South Dakota and see my sister, but I just don't have any desire to travel right now at all. 
I just want to. Maybe I'll take the kids somewhere. I'm getting really nesty. Well, like. Oh, I know. Where? I'll take the kids to Disney World. No, I would go there. Just kidding. I would go to Florida. Damn it. Well, I would. I'd be interested in hearing somebody, somebody's rebuttal who lives or has lived in Seattle. If you think that Ashley would still love it there, despite not seeing the sun for many months out of the year. I think that's my main, that has been always been my main fear about moving there for myself, but way more for you because the weather affects your mood significantly. Right. I think I've thought a lot about the Pacific Northwest and I think Oregon is sunnier. Anybody in Oregon listening right now? Not necessarily Portland. Is there a sunnier close to the oceany city? In Oregon. <laughs> it's not California. <laughs> That's not California. Yeah. Maybe with the max mass exodus from California, it will become less of a like a crazy state. Like and, cheaper, maybe. And little you Utah, know. they're all coming to Utah. Everybody's, yeah. And like welcome to Utah. We love you. But But don't jack our house prices up, quit, man. Quit playing playing quit paying cash. For all of our house prices. Quit houses. paying cash above asking price for all of our houses. All of us natives can't afford anything here <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, but we love you. But And we stop. think you're great. And we have no issues with Just you being kidding. here. We Just don't blame you for wanting to leave California. Listen, you can haggle a bit more, you know? Don't just come in here, <laughs> yeah. pockets ablazing. <laughs> pockets pockets of cash just ablazing. Just yeah. because you have the money doesn't mean you should spend it. Get a better deal. Okay, okay. Next email is from... Oh, wait. Is a date a gift from Abby? Hey, Dallin Ashley, my name is Abby, and I've been following your channel since your pregnancy announcement with James. I make German pancakes almost every Saturday because of you guys. I made my first TikTok. We started a Dashley's Kitchen TikTok, and we're going to start making food TikToks there. It's all the rage. It's just, you know, why not? It's nice because it's not me. It's just my food. Yeah. It's, it's after filming ourselves for four years, it is nice kind of doing something that's just, we're in the background, yeah. you know? My fiance and I have been together for almost seven years and we're getting married in May 2022. I wanted to do something special to celebrate our one year, oh, our negative one year wedding anniversary. That's a good idea. they've been engaged? Oh, like T minus one year? Yeah, T minus one year. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I suggested making a reservation at a nice restaurant. He said that if he took me out for a nice dinner to celebrate, I would need to get him a gift in return since his gift to me would be the dinner. Um, Are you eating the food, <laughs> sir? <laughs> My question is, can a date like a nice dinner be considered a gift? I mean, if he's just doing it for you, if he does, it, does he get nothing out of this? I think it would be a mutual okay. First, experience that you'd both enjoy. Yeah, it's a mutual experience. Is this like pulling teeth to go to a nice restaurant for him? And if, also, it was your idea, so he can't in that steal case, your which idea. Which is valid if he really hates going to dinner, but he's doing it for <laughs> really you. Hates going out for with some you. reason, if he just hates going out with you to nice restaurants, then I would consider it. Yeah, he's doing that for you, and you should do something in return. But normally, I, I do, think it's a mutual enjoy and like like um, entertaining if, thing to do. If Dallin said this to me, I would pause and be like, "What do you want? <laughs> like what?" What is it? Is what is out? What is there that you're trying to get me to buy for you? Maybe he has something Maybe specific he has something in, in mind. mind. Like, oh, Ash, if I go to Georgia with you, there's there must be something you could do to repay me. Yeah. Also, um, if you guys are engaged, you can start getting into the mood of it's not yours or his money; it's our money. I think that's a healthy mindset to Some be. Some people in. don't do that ever, though. 
Yeah, some people don't, but I think it's healthier to share them. It, like it's all our money because like you give me like an even if even if you do the I'm traditional, kidding. yeah, <laughs> even if you do the traditional um, husband works and the wife stays at home, it's not like she's working less. Yeah, she's a full time home homemaker, and if you have kids, then child raiser that costs a lot of money, and that's a lot of emotional work, and it's just. It's what what does Julie Hanks refer well, to it it's as? It's a lot of emotional and invisible work. work. Invisible. Plus it um it like never ends. We've been learning a lot about partnership marriage versus versus patriarchy marriage and kind of the go-to in America since it was formed was a patriarchal society. You know, like the husband provides and the wife's at home and and that's fine and good if that's what both parties want, but it's not fine and good if if whoever's doing the invisible work at home, the unpaid work at home is not um, kind of like given the credit and the rest and the respect that they deserve. Like the husband's able to go to work all day because the wife is supporting things going on at home so he can leave and things don't crumble at home. Yeah. And then like what happens when and you the get husband home? is able goes to work so that the home can be paid for. Like it's all it's all being piled into the big she gets a lot the of big, um, the big system of the family yeah, and, and it's our money. It's not the husband's money that he gives to the wife. Things are changing a lot now, you know, like modern times. And she gets a lot of people writing in who have the working spouse is the wife. Um, and it's kind of, they enter the same dy- dynamic as the, the husband and wa- the old husband and wife norm. And the husband will, will write the same things that a lot of the women are writing and say, when my wife gets home, like she wants to take a break, but I don't, no one's there to give me a break uh-huh. kind of thing. Like who, when do I get a break? And Ju- Julie Hanks just talks a lot about like setting expectations and expressing feelings and kind of demanding res- res- the res- respect, you know, like the respect that you would receive in a workplace to receive in your home and like you deserve a break too. And I don't know where we're going. This has nothing to do with this. I would say number one, I'd be like, Hey Dal, you can't steal my idea. Like dinner was my idea. This can't be like your gift to me. First off, unless he really hates it. Which I would, this would all case, be like playful banter too between us. I don't know if this is like a, a big fight for you. It sounds like he really doesn't like going out. So if he's really just doing this against all of his wishes, but he wants to be nice and show you love, then yeah, I do something in return for him. I would say let's go to dinner and get each other gifts. Yeah. Let's do it. And you get me a gift and I get you a gift. I would, my, my initial response, if Ashley said that would be like, Oh wait, don't you like going to dinner too? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm confused. How is you buying you dinner? Giving me a gift. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, she says you can't go wrong with any of the baby names you've talked about so far. My favorites are Ruby and Mila. What are da- Dallin's favorites? Are Ma- I like Mila and Greta and Greta. I found Sylvie the other day. Sylvie. I can't tell if I love S S. Sylvie Seely. So I like, think it's cute. Well, Sylvie means. I think Mila is still my favorite. Protector of the forest or something. Nice. Which is very naturey, and we're into that. Okay, here's another one, Ash. Uh. Help, and also a weird food thing. Read read the weird food thing first. They're usually weird at food the thing. All right, my family does this thing for breakfast: buttered bread over hard egg and lots of ketchup. That's amazing. That's what I ate every morning before break before high school. Like a hard boiled egg. It's just egg on toast. That's what we called it: egg on toast. A hard boiled egg. No, 
uh, just a fried egg hard, not runny. Just a, I'm guessing she said that's like a fried egg Okay, with well, the yolk broken. If it's a hard boiled egg, I hate those. Hard, I don't know how you would put a hard boiled egg on toast. You could slice it into little Maybe. slices. Okay, it's you weird like if it's hard boiled egg, but if it's just no, a fried well, egg, then that's good. No, well, you like hard boiled eggs. People eat yeah, egg salad. Yeah, but I've never put it on bread. I don't Dallin's know how that would favorite work, unless thing, you turn it into an egg salad if sandwich. If I really want to just like butter Dallin up or <laughs> make his day, I would make him deviled eggs. And when I make them, I should record it one day. It's like my make, first trimester of pregnancy. Making where I'm my just, husband his favorite foods that gross me out. I have to like taste it and then I'm hacking and barfing. Uh-huh peeling eggs it's the worst thing a person could make she says also you need to try ham cheese pickle roll-ups they will change your life minnesota sushi see i think i would relate to the minnesotians yeah i'm just i'm not into like the fancy things i don't need sushi Mm -hmm. give me a good piece of cheese i freaking love charlie some nice dairy products yeah ashley you're a lover of cheese simple foods Okay, let's get to her email. Hello, Dashleys. I've tried my hand at clickbait and we'll see if this works. By the way, I'm Sam and you can use my name. Now that I binge and caught up on podcasts, I feel like I can write. Anyways, to get the ball rolling, this might be a long story. Don't worry, it's not that long. Last spring, my boyfriend and I started planning a wedding and talked about when we wanted to get engaged. We've been dating for four and a half years and we have known each other since preschool. Aww. Long story short. Dallin and I feel like we missed out not knowing each other. Yeah. We would have been. It would have been fun. Two slightly overweight kids (laughs) having the best time (laughs) playing Spyro on PS2 and eating Cheetos together. We would do it. My boyfriend. Okay. Long story short, we figured most of it out and he told me it would happen by a day early in August. Odd, and I didn't take it to heart, but it was said. My boyfriend was <laughs> talking to our friends about it. He told me that he did. And then in August, our friend, I will call him Chuck, told my boyfriend he was proposing to his girlfriend. Chuck has been both mine and my boyfriend's friend since preschool and is one of our closest friends. Because of this, my boyfriend told me he wasn't comfortable with us getting engaged. I agree. Due to the relationship we have with Chuck, he would likely think we were stealing thunder. Flash forward and the wedding is coming up. We are not engaged yet. My boyfriend is in the wedding and I am not. This has caused me some heartache on my lones- on my lonesome that makes me feel guilty about not having only happy feelings for the occasion. Okay, let me jump in. She says she's so happy for them, but she feels left out in our friend group when everything circles back to the wedding. Okay. Hmm. Is it weird and s- that I'm sad and basically mourning the fact that we aren't planning approaching our own wedding? No. No. Also, I sh- should I expect to have a hotel room? My boyfriend's is covered and be invited to the rehearsal dinner? They have not told us what they need from us, so I'm lost, especially because we asked with no answers. Okay. If someone were to come up to you and be like, we're having, we're ready to have a baby. Would you put off having your baby for nine months? Guys, love does not divide. It multiplies. I don't... Get engaged at the same time as your friend. Yeah, like who cares? If I think it would be fun to be engaged at the same time as my friends. I don't know. I don't know. Like, do you really want... Would they really be mad at you for getting engaged? I don't think so. And if they were, that's just weird and immature. By the way, didn't you tell them that you were getting engaged first and then he... He went ahead and did it and without the fear or thought of stealing your thunder. So like, 
And it's not, and he's not a bad person. And you're not sitting around thinking, what a jerk. Like we've been talking about getting engaged. Just you can just do it. Live your life. Life is short. And get married. Like it's not get hard to engaged. go to a wedding. They can go to a wedding. And if they don't want to go, if they're gone, I don't know. Like they don't have to go, but no, you don't, don't wait. I mean, like things are going to be happening your whole life and you're going to have a million reasons to be like, oh, this isn't a great time to get married. But if you want to get married, just get married. It's super fun. And you seem like you want to. I don't know. I would be kind of ticked. But it's, I don't, I don't know. Like you guys kind of agreed with it. When Dallin and I were getting married, we had people who were like, you should wait. Because it kind of happened really fast. And I was like, H no, we're getting married. H no. <laughs> H no. <laughs> Um, as far as like you, where you're going to stay at the wedding, I think you're, you like your husband, your boyfriend's a part of the wedding party. Like he needs to just ask and be like, Hey, it sounds like you guys don't want to stay in the same room. So I would just book your own room. Like, don't just book your own room. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe just have him ask and be like, Hey, do you guys have like a, a couple rooms reserved? Like for the, for guests, like, how are you guys doing this? what's her name what what is her name sam wants to come and sam's coming and she's not sure if she needs to book her own room or if you guys have like a, a some reserved one set aside i don't think that's weird at all yeah it's he should ask though i mean unless you you're better friends with chuck i don't know they're they're just probably not even thinking about it like they're just busy and planning their wedding and in a state of bliss and their heads are in the clouds and it's just like not even something on their radar. So I would just not take it too personally and just book your own room and or just ask them kind of point blank and not be weird about it. Just be like, hey, should I book a room or do you guys have like a yeah, block of room? I just think you're worrying about it too much, friend. Life is short. Talk to your friends. Just have have the conversations and go live your life and be a good yeah, friend. Talk like, to your boyfriend it. and be like, hey, if there's something I can come to when like surrounding like wedding plans that you're in, in like i would love to come i'm kind of feeling left out and i know i'm not a part of the wedding party but if there's something i could come to i want to come i would love to come uh-huh. so yeah just do it get engaged get yourself a room and have the best time at the wedding and eat and eat as much of their food as you can because wedding food is so fun and they don't even care they just they just want to go on their honeymoon they're not thinking about they're just thinking about their marriage and all their their own life. It's like when you go to the gym and you think everybody's looking at you, but in reality, everybody else is just thinking that everybody's looking at them. Yeah. And everybody's just like, just go and put on your headphones and just chill. Nobody's yeah. looking at you. They're all looking at themselves in the mirror and wondering what people are thinking about them. It's not your job to put your life on hold to make their life better. And they're not even asking you to do that. No. So it's not like your job is not to put your life on hold for them that's a really nice thing you know like trying to help them be like the center of attention and all the joy goes to them but that's not really real life anyways and good friends shouldn't expect that at all just think if if you guys were both wanting to have kids like you wouldn't put getting pregnant on the back burner just so they could have their kid and be in the limelight Yeah, I think it's kind of like the same situation. Just get engaged and get married and invite them. Life is short and your life is not their life and theirs is not yours. Okay, and we be have- a better friend and be like, P.S., y- you have a room already. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't have to pay for people's rooms if you don't want to. That's really expensive. All right. 
Here's a nice email from Whitney. Validation for Ashley. Hey, Ashley, just wanted to write and say that when you were explaining your do not touch my baby anxieties, I was yelling yes to everything you said in my head at work, all the way down to being open to telling people that you have a clogged milk duct, but not sharing that you have crazy mom anxiety. Yes to all of it. I am you and you are me. Thank you. That was nice. I stand with all of you. Just don't touch our babies for a while. And just don't even ask. Just let me offer. If I want you to hold my baby, I will say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you came. Here, hold my baby. Mm -hmm. And then if you are holding my baby, stay close to me. Don't leave the room. Don't do that thing where you they like leave the room and take your baby to do things that you don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Just stay. And if the baby cries, say, oh, she seems a little upset. I wanted to bring her back to you. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. We have a follow-up email uh, from a friend. Remember the 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 email where her partner was not comfortable with her going to life coaching? Had like a strong emotional reaction to yeah. the fact that she These was going to see a emails, therapist? You guys, I almost quit podcasting because we get personal questions. And one night I was watching 2020 and someone got murdered for like breaking up a marriage. And oh, I was boy. like, Dallin, like why do we someone do could come for us like because she someone had written in and be like because of what you said i broke up with my boyfriend and I'm, their fiance i was like we are getting extra security cameras yeah gosh okay anyways I, Dallin, I think, that's when you were like maybe we should get a bigger dog yeah this i think this is positive let's read it okay hi guys follow up ahead thank you for picking my email on the podcast i did end up speaking to her about she feels and turns out she felt like me going for life coaching means she's not enough for me. See? She personalized it. It was about her. It was about her. It wasn't anything to do with the person going to see therapy. Um, she said that she felt like me going for life coaching meant she's not enough for me to grow together and need a third person to help grow. So her partner had had this story in her head that it's my job. Which to, is valid and full help. of emotion. That was and just what she felt um, like relationships, that her role should be in a relationship. And she obviously wasn't good enough if her partner has to go see a life coach or something. Well, like when you went to therapy, I would say go together because Dallin went the first couple times alone and it's, and I was fine. Like, I wasn't going to stop him, but my vibes inside were like, like you don't know what the therapist is telling him and you don't know yeah. what Dallin is saying about me and, and how the story's being spun. And like, we were in like a rough spot at that point. So it was all very, yeah. everybody has, it almost felt like an attack. Like Dallin was going off to his best friend therapist to like complain about his oh, wife yeah. and yeah totally invite your partner to go along well i think they did but i would really but it I mean, calmed also, a lot of fears to go together like and then in the future if i wanted to have a personal session ashley wasn't threatened yeah and i knew like i knew craig and i knew like he wouldn't like it would never turn into a bash ashley session and yeah and we were both comfortable the first with therapist him was he had stories in, in his head of his own about the way that marriages should play out, which was not healthy. Turns out. It was unethical what he was saying, turns out. Okay. Um, and so we, we definitely got a new therapist. Okay. She continues. But then it's also helpful to go together a couple times before you go separately. If you want. I know some people have different boundaries, but to find one that works for both of you. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Um, you were also right. She does think that any type of counseling is just nonsense, but she didn't say why. However, she did agree to a session together. So we'll see how that goes and if she will feel better about it. She also asked this person's qualifications. So she's trying. Well, good. Her initial reaction did cause a little shock and it's a pretty long-term relationship, three years, and we don't speak like that to each other. So I used your tip about setting boundaries and she apologized for saying those horrible things. Interestingly, however, since me trying the life coaching session and her owning up to not feeling like she's enough, she's been so much more willing to talk about feelings and I'm really enjoying it. It was her big, hidden, embarrassing, shameful feeling. Like, yeah. and once and it's out there, you feel the open. very seen and understood. And There was a time when I was like hiding some things about my past from Ashley and I finally just told her and she was like, oh, that's no big deal. Like literally. And like, okay. from that point. I, and let me, me and, tell you 10 things that I've yeah, done. Yeah. Me and Ashley have just been so much more open. It was great. No secrets. And uh, okay. She says, um, P.S. I did not mean you're weird. Did she say that we were weird in the previous podcast? I don't know. I meant that I see you guys as strong, successful people. And I used to think that talking about vulnerabilities will make people think I'm less somehow. And you showed me that it's the exact opposite. It's empowering for the individual and the environment and makes us stronger by facing our struggles and actually growing as a person. It did make me laugh, though, how you interpreted it. Oh, I'll have to go back and listen. So sorry. Well, glad it helped. And um, I'm really happy that you guys are feeling more safe to be vulnerable and expressing your feelings around each other. That's really, really good. Therapy was something I dreaded and thought would be the worst waste of money and just a complete shiz show. And it turned out to be something that... I just like look, that we looked forward to going to and we loved and we saw how much it helped us. Yeah. Cool guys. Well, you're the best. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey. Ash and I are going to go, uh, what are we filming another food blog today? Mm, no, nope. I'm editing one. You're editing food blogs. The soup that we just filmed. Yummy, yummy, The one Dallin's eating all day. Zupa Toscana. The one that we have a mass amounts of now that I'm eating for lunch every day this week. It has legumes in it, and it's going to make me smarter and happier, it apparently. Will, it will give you wisdom. Good. Okay, go get some healthy probiotics this week and become pre, happier and healthier. Prebiotics? Mm, I don't know. Pro, pre. Let's call them probiotics. Okay. Go get some probiotics and start feeling happier and healthier this week. Let us know. Send in your emails, taking sides with the dashleys at gmail.com. We look so much forward to hearing from you. We love you guys. See ya.